I held the glass to my lips and did not answer. I could feel the blood rushing to my face. I do watercolors, he added, and he started to roll a cigarette with his thin fingers. I stood up to leave, filled with a sort of terror at what he was suggesting. I'm here with a friend. Don't go, he said. I have to. He sighed quite loudly and looked frankly at me. It was the look a hungry person might give a juicy steak. I enjoyed it. I looked briefly at his thighs, which were straining his pants, and imagined what they would be like to touch. I shook my head. He followed me back into the gallery where I attached myself to Virginia and Alice. Virginia, reeling with drink, was telling Alice what a genius she was. Alice just stood there pale and drained, with a sad little smile on her face. When I turned around, Philip was right behind me, standing back, but close enough to touch. I grabbed Virginia's hand and squeezed it, asking her to leave with me, but she ignored me with a hazy smile and started in again, telling Alice how brilliant she was. And Alice stood there, rooted to the spot, letting the words bounce off her. I left the two of them and went to the entrance to get my coat. Philip followed right behind me. My studio is real close, he said. I smiled but shook my head. He was looking at me with such frank sexual interest that I buttoned my coat all the way up to my neck. He came so close I could see the gold flecks in his eyes. He pinned me to the wall with his arms. Why not? Was his desire contagious? I felt myself get warm, felt a temptation to ignore the gold band on my finger and pay attention to the intemperate stirrings of my nature. But torn between the possibility of pleasure and my duty, I merely trembled in my heavy black coat. I couldn't look him in the face. I broke away without speaking and quickly got out the door and walked fast down the block. It was a cold, drizzly, foggy San Francisco night. It dawned on me suddenly that I hadn't brought my car, but had come with Virginia. Only now I was afraid to turn back. I was near Grant Avenue and could hear the buzz of Chinatown and see the lights through the haze. I walked toward it. Where are you going? I turned around and there he was. Home, I called out over my shoulder. You live here? You live in Chinatown? I kept walking. I rushed into the first open shop I saw and hid myself among all the gee-gaws and colorful junk. The store smelled of sandalwood and the damp. I looked at myself in one of the small plastic mirrors for sale and saw that all the makeup I had put on that evening was still there. My coal-rimmed eyes looked pale and sleepy but the lashes were jet black and brittle. My mouth was wonderfully red and moist. He came up silently behind me. I felt his breath on my ear. Let's go, he said. I turned and he was smiling wistfully. 
His delicate hands were hidden in his pockets. Oh, I wanted to say so much, but only oh came out. I wanted to say that I didn't do that sort of thing, that I was not the pickup type of woman. When it dawned on me that while Anne didn't go off with strange men, it was just the thing that Nina might get into. We walked out of the shop together. In the street, he put his arm around me and held me close. He was so much taller than I. My face touched the leather of his jacket and my hair was below his chin. We walked like this without speaking. Once he pulled me into a dark doorway and held my face up and kissed me, sticking his tongue deep into my mouth and licking it slowly. We continued our walk to his place, silently vibrating with expectation. His studio was small and poorly furnished, but there were paintings everywhere, so that when he turned on the light, I was startled. The watercolors were all of nude women, very large and realistic. The colors were brilliant and overlaid in a way that made the flesh seem to glow. All the nudes were postured so that their sex was pushed forward and each wore a whimsical little hat.
I definitely got played today. We got played. Ice Cube came in here and tried to take over the station. His ass is in jail right now. And we're getting into another 45 minutes of continuous non-stop music here on the station that plays what you want, when you want it. The sun is shining, the grass is green, the orange and palm trees sway. There's never been such a day. In Beverly Hills, L.A. But it's December the 24th And I am longing to be up north I'm dreaming Of a wild Christmas Just like the ones I used to know
Classic Muni Radio. FM. Happy holidays, folks. Remember, if you're drinking, don't drive, and if you drive, don't drink. to go to sleep or not, as you will devote all of your attention to allowing your whole body to relax. And as you do this, you become drowsier and drowsier and sleepier and sleepier and you soon drift off into a sleep her panties as her body shook with excitement and fear he took her hand and placed it against his swollen penis she had felt the heat and tautness of him the ridge of his glands pushing against the constraints of his clothes and as you lay there Enjoying this wonderful feeling of relaxation. Not wanting or expecting anything. I want you just to let your mind wander. And your imagination drift. And imagine now that you are standing on the terrace of a large old house. A house like a stately home or country mansion. L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O
Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Just having oh, a just, belt. Oh, you got yourself a chaser. No, uh, Antonic. I uh, love the Antonics. <laughs> we are streaming live first here on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District. In a really beautiful part, and uh, come on by. They do shows here Monday and Fridays. You can be an audience member. It is COVID compliant, and you could perform, and you could check out, and you can listen to the podcast. We have a podcast. It's by our acronym, which we mentioned up front: L W A F L M O Y T. Uh, so you can either stream us right now, Sundays, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, on MutinyRadio.fm, or you can subscribe to our podcast: L W A L L L. I almost got it. Or, Carl, there's a third option. You could go to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has bells and whistles. Yeah, I, I would say that's a good, accurate description. And it's L. Let's. W. Watch. L W A. F. Feature. L M. Not feature. It's <laughs> late movie. Full late movie. On YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Love it. I love hearing my name like that. So, and also, you know, we love Mutiny Radio and we would love for you to contribute to their Patreon. You can go to mutinyradio.fm, check out their podcast, click the donation button. Or if you're happen to be on Venmo, throw some bucks at Mutiny Radio. We are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube with you. Some of these movies are i've read about and now i just they're all on youtube so we could just instantly watch them and some of them are so bad you really need other people with you let us watch a full-length movie so we want you to watch a movie on youtube while listening to our podcast at the same time uh carl what is the movie this week uh this week we will watch aladdin with 1d 1986 aladdin so aladdin a yeah a-l-a-d-i-n it should be a lad dumb to 1986 and 1986. Wait a minute, 1986? You mean 1992 with two D's with Disney and no, no, not even animated. Well, is it a period piece? Does it take place in the 1600s? Um, it it is not. It is <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And the channel we like is weird. It's TJ 
GR17. Isn't that weird? Yeah, an acronym. Yeah. To jigger. To jigger. One, oh, one more time. One, one more time for our balcony seats. TJGR17. TJR17. Uh, right. Go ahead. And, that is the channel that is hosting it. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel. They're doing us this great service. Yeah. We want you to find this uh, Aladdin 1D 1986. Find it. Click pause when you get to it. Move the timer to 000. We're going to have a celebrity comedian. When they say go, go ahead and hit go. Now, this is a lot of information, but we have a fantastic celebrity comedian. So we want to take the time to, to hear about this comedian. And then at the end, the comedian will say go. And by this point, you were able to find Aladdin 1986 and you were able to sync it up. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Bobby Tamburo. Welcome, Bob. Thank you for having me, Carl. <laughs> so you hail from Hershey, Pennsylvania. But the thing is, you're on Compound Media in Manhattan every day. So where do you hang your hat? Oh, that's... I do a little bit of both. So during the week, I stay in the city, uh, usually at a hotel. Actually just found a place, so <laughs> I will have my own place to hang a hat. But on the weekends, I go back at home to Hershey and work at Dick's, as you've heard about in my act. Yeah, absolutely. They do say it is the sweetest place on earth. I'm yet to feel that, but that's what they say. <laughs> Sweet dicks. Woo! I gotta <laughs> tell you. So, so you, if you're taking a hotel room in Manhattan, that is pricey. It is. Luckily, I started right at the peak of the pandemic when nobody was coming into the city. Okay. So I was okay. able to negotiate with the hotel and say, hey, I'm going to do this every week for at least a couple of years. Can we I'm walk in? Right? Yep. And it was a nice low price and it worked out, and as things started to open up again, they kind of came and said, it's time to move on. We'll give you a couple <laughs> of weeks, and that's where we're at. But it was nice while it lasted, to be honest yeah. with you. I kind of lived like the, the luxury life. <laughs> Very nice. Trump. Trump over here. So you are – we met at Scotty's when you were featuring. How long have you been a feature? So I, uh, I was very fortunate coming up in comedy. I, I did a contest with a local radio guy in Pennsylvania, and in doing so, I was supposed to get to open for him at a theater. Uh -huh. And he basically said, hey, you're not ready to feature for me at a theater. What I can do is let you work for me for a while. I'll take you to some gigs. You'll get in front of 100 people every night. It doesn't pay, but it'll pay an experience. And yeah. through that, steadily increase my time and be like, hey, you're at 10 minutes now. You're doing well. Let's give you 15 flounder for a little bit and you know for <laughs> you about work it four out. years for about four years i was about that 20 25 minute and then really last year uh the first time we worked together it wasn't my first time featuring it was like third or fourth but right around that time is when yeah. i got the title um dave landau who i know you've gotten to see and work with a couple of times at scotty's yeah. Scotty's favorite i'd even be willing to say um he knew I was going back home to the local club, the comedy zone. He was going there and knew I couldn't, was having a hard time getting in and was like, why don't you just feature for me? And yeah, that was nice my, you. Opinion. it was really cool. And it, it got me in the club. It did, did wonders. So can't say enough nice things about him. And I can't say enough nice things about you, Carl. You're oh, one of my really? favorite people to work with in comedy. There are very few comedians who are in a good mood. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that too. I don't know. I'm a bit of an anomaly. 
Now you've got yeah. a cool ass nickname, right? It's <laughs> the donkey of comedy. Now, where does that come from? Where was that born and, and explain it? So my last name is Camburo, as you said, and Burrow in Italian being donkey. <laughs> One day Garrett, who's a producer at Compound Media, loved by the fans, turns around and just says, you should go by the donkey of comedy. <laughs> and sure enough, Gino Bisconti heard it and just ran with it. Oh, um, thing, you know how Gino is when he gets something in his head and he says it and runs with it. So that the name became immortal. And honestly, it's really cool. Uh, as a guy who worked for our network, starting out as an intern, it was a way the fans <laughs> would like identify me and be like, oh, yeah, it's that donkey dude. <laughs> yeah, no, at Compound Media, you're like behind the scenes, but you're on air all the time. I wouldn't, I, every episode, right? They, they, they refer to you, they ask a question, you supply them info. Absolutely. I, I'm the audio guy, which was cool. Um, gives me the opportunity to seem smart because I have Google in front of me. But <laughs> you also, you know, get to throw out an opinion every once in a while. And yeah. everybody at Compound is really cool. Nobody's trying to steal the spotlight. Everybody's trying to give everybody else the opportunity to shine. And it's a very fun place to work. Yeah. Now, you talked a little bit about Gino's episode at Scotty's, but did you, were you on air ever talking with Gino about that? I saw the episode in which he spoke about it. Uh, we did not talk on air, the two of us. That would have been um, a great bit. That would have it, been a great story. It would. I, I honestly had a great night because as much as yeah. they all did not like him, they loved us even more. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, it was a great night. <laughs> yeah, by comparison, right? We're Absolutely. superstars. <laughs> that night only. Okay, really? well, listen, uh, you know, I, I, I really enjoy your comedy because it's kind of low-key, but also sometimes it's, it's, it's edgy, right? But, but you sneak up on them because you're talking quiet, you're being a nice guy, and then you run up <laughs> smack them from the, on their butts. I really <laughs> like that. Well, thank you very much. It's, yeah, that's definitely something I try to do with, you know, writing. You have to have a little bit of edge. Otherwise, people get tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? You can only do the cute thing so many times. <laughs> that's and that, right. that is something I, I learned over time is if you didn't have some stuff that really caught people off guard, they stopped paying attention. Well, you, they trust you with the beginning. You called it cute. I don't know if you're cute, but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. But you indeed- Try to put that into the universe. <laughs> and then you smack them on the butt. Okay, so Bobby, every Bobby Jamboro, the donkey of comedy. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie with us. Okay, Aladdin 1D. So uh, we want them to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you give it to us, Bobby? How about that? Celebrity Comedian Countdown. All right, everybody at home, are you ready? Three, two, one, play. I'm gonna crack it up. Fred Spencer. Is this Super Fantagenio? Super Fantagenio. Right. It must be orange. That is the Italian Genie. title. Genie. Are you Genie? Who are you? Oh, that's it's so stupid. Genie, Genie, who, who are you? Oh, what are you? What are you? Where are you? Who is Genie? Genie, Genie, do? Look, Genie's talking back. 
Yeah, that's right. What? I said so? And it's so unfunny, all the things he says in this song. And you'll hear it at the end, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait till the end. You know, that song reminds me of uh, uh, the band Dance. There's ABCs, one, two, three. Ooh, no, Justice. The band is called Justice, and the song is called Dance. And it sounds like exactly like it. Because it sounds like Michael Jackson a little bit. Genie who me? The genie of the lump. Oh, I am the genie of the lump. That's right. You do a great Bud Spencer. We should mention Bud Spencer is the comedy duo for Terrence uh, Hill. Right. And they were like phenomenal in Italy, cranking out movies. Terrence Hill did a solo movie in America called Mr. Billions. We watched it. We yeah. love it. Right. And now we haven't even seen them as a duo, but now we're going to see the other guy, Bud Spencer, in this movie. Right. Aladdin. I think he plays the genie. So right. are we in Italy or are we in Florida? We are in Miami, Florida, uh, where I spent many of my years growing up and, you right. know, being there through college. And uh, this is uh, really takes me back to my time in Miami, you know. So this guy is like, he goes out on the boat, he fishes or whatever, but another thing he does is he knows where some wrecks are and he knows where junk is. So he sort of screw, dra you know, dredges, drags the sand and comes up with some junky stuff. Here you go. Oh, and he sells it to this guy, uh, Al buys it or whatever his car says. Yeah, that's Tony. What, Tony buys it, his which name is a totally Tony. American thing we do. We paint, we, we, <laughs> weird. I mean, I see that all the time. I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> no, but he's got like a curious. Oh, there's a store. Yeah. yeah, it's called Tony Buys It right, right there in Miami. Exactly. He's got a scuba diver. Tony uh, Gear. Genie. He's got parking. Look at that right in front of there. Now, Tony was um, in Hardly Working, 1980. Oh, really? Which we saw, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was guess. Tony the Clown. The thing is, I, you didn't really. He was in makeup. Oh, did he fire all the other clowns? Listen, circus got closed. Sorry about that. Sorry, yes. Flip Flop. Sorry, Bobo. Sorry, JJ. Oh, can you uh, open the door? I want to say sorry to all the other 20 clowns. That's right. Yeah. No, they're too shy to come out. Okay. Yeah, these guys are all character actors. They all have, like, shtick. And this is kind of a cool space. I mean, they're able to go into a store like this and use it. Yeah. You know, it builds itself. So now, let me, he, is there going to be in a lamp? Yes. He's going to now, see, he'll rub it. He'll polish it. Okay. So he's rubbing the lamp. Like, What's up with his collar? Did he pop his collar correctly? Yeah. That's the yeah. collar pop for sure. Now look, this Lou Marsh, right? This junk man guy. Yeah. He was a longtime comedy partner of Tony Adams. It was called Marsh and Adams. And they were on the Johnny Carson a lot. And they were on wow. Jackie Gleason's show a lot. Um, oh, oh the, the unmemorable parts of the Jackie Gleason show. He did this <laughs> segment called The Honeymooners. And people love that. And then yeah. they had 40 other minutes. Yeah, that's right. So he was a mainstay in the Miami nightclub scene for years with this partner, Tony Adams. And he's semi-retired living in South Florida. But, I mean, obviously, they're in Miami to do a movie. They're going right. to throw him in. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty funny. Oh, look at this effect. Here is Jeannie in. Jeannie. 
You're in the bloody lamp. Oh my God, I'm pretending I can't believe it. <laughs> well, how do you do that, Carl? You walk backwards? Yeah, go, go up. Yeah, I'm trying to away. I'm going to hide behind a other one. I'm trying to shrink away. Now, I have to admit, this is not the first time we watch a children's film on this show, which is pure wish fulfillment. We watched two, we watched all the Munchies movies. Yeah. Both sequels were kids' movies where a magical creature wish grants them any wish they want. Anything, yeah. You want yeah. a pizza? It's flying over from Tony's right. pizza shop. You want your girl to fall in love with you? No problem. Bing. Bing. Oh, you watch, well, the Munchie movies, it was always a, like a creepy predator going after his mom, and, yeah. and Munchie mm -hmm. prevented it. Yeah. Is that going to happen? Is that going to happen? Is, what about his mom in this movie? Um, His mom's really weird. She has um, an accent, like a Danish accent, but none of the other characters do. The father doesn't, and nor does really? the kid. But Spencer has an accent. I yeah, am the genie. Okay, well, I'll tell you when we get there. She's we'll a, get there. Yeah, she's an actor, um, a model. And she, where is her stuff? Well, because I know in this movie, she works at a, a dubious nightclub run by gangsters. Right. And that the, yeah. one of the gangsters is like, uh, she's like, you, you're you saying that because I, uh, I don't want to sleep with you. Like, right. yeah, I just want you to sleep with me. This is a kid's film. I'll let you know during the kids' film where the mom gets proposed like that. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so it reminded me of the Munchies. It was the same, you know, less crass way of having like, oh, I don't want to trust this guy. Okay, so she's a Swedish, Swedish actress and model. That's how she started as a model. She starred primarily in Italian exploitation films, and this this whole film is from Italy. Um, her modeling yeah. career brought her to Rome, where she studied acting at this drama school. So anyway, it's so weird, Mike. She has a Swedish accent, her, the mother, but the child doesn't have that accent, and the, her father doesn't have that accent. They're American. Was he using a credit card as a calculator? <laughs> no, he had a little electronic calculator. The joke no, here, that was a credit card. These fangled things, and he... Yeah, he's, he's just chewing up scenery, basically, and they're... Like, let's sit, stand, sit in the corner, pretend you're on the phone. Yeah. Hey, all right. So I calculated the numbers. And it let me tell you what it was. And it has acting. nothing to do with the plot. We're, it, it doesn't even really go to character. We, we already know that about his character from the way he behaves. Or yeah, he treated it. Well, he, uh, I think he spent $5 on the, on the junk. And then he's like, I pay you five bucks. Well, wait, does he see? He doesn't see Bud, right? Even though his shadow's on Bud? He does. Look, he you can cannot see, see him, even though it's on yeah, his but, arm. Good call. Right. This movie is great. The direction is so fun. This movie, <laughs> like the the director, does some really neat tricks in this film. I mean, look, it's all glittery down here. I mean, go ahead, take. Don't forget, steal the lamp. Well, yeah, because that's where he lives. I've seen Night Dream and Genie. <laughs> it's how he can summons him and. There's no monkey in this movie. I know. Like, uh, yeah. Was do you think the producers would like get us Robin Williams and they're like he's unavailable? How about Bud Spencer? Done. <laughs> Poster's yeah, been this made. This was a totally Italian film, and but our Israeli buddies, uh, Globus Golan. Oh yeah, Golden Globus. 
Now, I don't know about Globus, but this film took Golan to new heights. Oh, Golan Heights? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, produced by Yoram Globus and Mendem Golan. Our favorite Israeli schlock maestros, right? We've seen a, a few of their films. Right. There were always films. canon films. So what was it? It was America 3000 and Going Banana, right? Yeah, right, right. It was Going Bananas was ostentatiously a kid film with some creepy moments. Right. Now, this one kind of hugs that film, right, in, in genre. Although you know, Going I, Bananas was so much better. I mean, that was Dom DeLuise, right? Well, we love, I love that movie. You know, it's you know, I mentioned the documentary, Electric Boogaloo, the canon film story. And they just talk about how they just crank out movies. They were cranking out movies. And that's yeah. what this feels like. This month, this came out. You know, like, it was just, just fodder. But I do like the... Well, here's fulfillment uh, right now. There's some good sound effects. Oh, I should get my... When they hit, they, they do, like, kung fu sounds. Yeah. Whoosh. Swish. Oh, they so kicked sand in my that, eye. I did that in Waterman, and it made all the difference. Just in this one scene where he's, like... Sure. Licking the mop at him like a sword, like he's gonna mop him up, and I went. Boop, boop. It really changed the scene. That's great. Were you like the, and were you, was your was your Foley artist like? Do you want me to just do a generic cartoon bonk, or do you want me to to simulate the sound of water? Yeah, the cartoon bonk sounds great, man. Thanks, man. Boing. Boing. Okay, so here he is. Let's let's get the sound crank for this. He's going back for the fight. Yeah, there's nothing to hear here. It's just going to be, you know, they should put in the Batman. Pow! Zam! Crack! Bang! I, I do like your senses, your early synthesizer work on this. So this is the wish fulfillment part of it. Haya Chop! Karate Kid! Now look, I guess I just notice that. Stuntman when you cut away. And it, wearing that jacket. Yeah, look at that. He's like a foot taller. Yeah, no, that's a stuntman. And Look, he's now definitely he a karate guy. Yeah. Yeah, he used karate on the beach. Look, all six are down. <laughs> Pretty good, Invisible Man. Life is like a box of chocolates, he says, sitting on the park bench. Gotta <laughs> kick those kids. He goes, do you like to see a picture of Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> now, this Bud oh. Spencer, he is definitely 100% Italian. His name is Carlo Pedrosoli, known professionally as Bud Spencer. And like you said, he played a lot of spaghetti westerns and action things with Terrence Hill, who we saw in Mr. Billions. Right. And they well, did over goes, 20, 20 films together. This goes that we haven't seen any of them, but we have seen their solo works. Right. Their American seen, solo works. Right. It's like you're not into Kiss, but you do own that album where each one has a solo. You own three out of four of them, right? You don't even remember which. Yeah, no, it's like, uh, remember Sonic Youth at Chicone Youth where they did a Madonna cover album? I have that album. They, they did the whole album. They covered oh, every song. They they did, no, they did like two Madonna songs and then it was, the rest was fodder. It was just like Sonic Youth fucking off, but they called themselves Chicone Youth. <laughs> I have that album. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I never heard any of the real album. In his youth, Bud Spencer was a successful athlete and swimmer, 
for the Grupo Sportivo Flammi Orio. He obtained a law degree, huh? registered huh? several patents. Spencer also became a certified commercial airline and helicopter pilot. And he supposed planned charity and blah, blah, blah. Can you all believe right. this guy, man? With all his fame and everything, he flies commercial airline. That's a 747 jumbo jet. Well, if people next to him are not going to be like, oh my God, Bud Spencer is flying economy, they'll be like, I can't breathe. I, <laughs> why? I, uh, why did I take the middle seat? No, look, no kidding. Nobody can see Jeannie but him. So, oh, okay, watch. This is budget, Mike. Watch this. Budget. All right, and crash. Well, they okay. do the thing where they cut to him and then they cut to people reacting, right? Right. And now here's the second budget. This one's bigger. Watch this is bigger budget. All right, I'm watching this guy. Whoa. 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 Yeah, right. What's with the car? I've never seen a car accident like this. It's bizarre. Yeah. And slow motion, of course. Right. Yeah. Second know, who cares? Now look, here's Curly. Curly. Oh um, yeah, it is Curly. Huges. I love doing his work with Uncle Floyd. Uh, <laughs> Hey, there he is. Hey. Oh, yeah, it's Curly. That is Curly, man. He's the only one not high on Coke. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> what, what should we do next? He wishes for a Rolls Royce. How'd you think of that? Uh, uh, cocaine? <laughs> 1986? <laughs> Florida? Now, now the Miami Vice look. I'm really oh, disappointed. Oh, yeah, you're right. 1986 Florida. Absolutely. I bet you right here... To his left or right is some person who will be at a nightclub tonight, just walking the street. I mean, that was the day. Right. Not really here. Oh, Maximilian Shell doing a cameo. Like, look at the direction. He loves having these overhead cameras, like, swooning out in shots. There's one in particular I really like. Now, there's a bridge that's holding them up. So he can't be bothered with the bridge. So he wishes that he could you know chitty chitty bang bang fly the car whoa up 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 now it's clearly green look at this yeah but it looks great mm -hmm. i mean this looks better than uh spider-man no. Right? I, I see a bridge. I see a floating car. No, this is akin to Herbie the Love Bug. But it was. Yeah, but look at it. It's perfect timing. They They're been... all waving at the right timing. Like that, that took a lot of skill. <laughs> look at it. How did they do that? Why is it not like Godzilla on the other end? Now I need an overhead helicopter shot. But let's use the same footage of Miami. Right? There's the thousand building. Whoa! Oh, 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 oh. It was like a little ant down there. Oh, there's the Barnett Bank Center. Oh, yes. I used yeah. to work there in the 80s. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when that uh, red Rolls uh, Royce floated by? No, no. I oh, was... right, here we go. Oh, wait. Look. The gangsters are throwing Bad people guys. off the building. They threw a dummy. Whoa. Whoa, he's floating in air. How did they do that, Carl? Riddle me that, Batman. Riddle me that, Batman. They put so his it, butt on a couch that was green. This is a kid's movie, right? 
Yeah. So they're flying around in this magical system, and then preventing a murder. Gangsters are throwing a man off a building. Right. It's a kid. And they stop the man, and they save his life. Munchie never did that. Explaining that he owes five thousand dollars to the, and so they were going to kill him. You know, the mobster guy. He was like, "Come on, we give you a ride." Are they ripping off Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or Alice in Wonderland? I forget which children's classic had gangsters throwing a guy off a building and they stop him. <laughs> oh, they got him in the car. Yeah. They're like, hey, guy. He was like, can I get a lift, guys? Listen, I, oh, there's the Mara first building. Hey, I just need $5,000 to get me to Fremont. It's Hyatt. There you go. All in a $10 bills. <laughs> now, I guess there's $100 bills, right? So it's 500 $100 bills? $5,000? It absolves his debt with the bad guy. The ones that just went ahead and Blew killed him. him. Right. Well, Why not play show- dead? And, uh... He's not showing up in the rest of this movie, is he? No. So, okay. Yeah. I guess this sets the tone for this, this children's film, what to expect. <laughs> well... It does set us into a world in which there are mobsters, because that's what we're going to see. Okay, now this uh, is this a love interest, and it's Bud Spencer's daughter. In real life? Yup. With the crazy red hair? Yup. Look at those 80s... Uh, hey, right? radio was. Right, it probably has the radio right in the ear. Uh, so, FM only? FM only. Because we're so modern, man. Because we have technology where me and Mike are from, okay? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, we we were the first. We would call the uh, our set pet. Okay, we really so clever. he's sort of surprising her. And, you know, what are you doing in a Rolls Royce, you know? Right, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not friends or anything. It's just this is a sort of first encounter. It's like I got you this necklace. Wait a minute, this is a first encounter? No, I'm sorry. What I mean in, is in their romance. Like they know each other from school. It's like she doesn't even know I exist. This is the first time they're like Hilda Swinton. But look, she He's... doesn't know why she kissed him. Well, it wasn't. He didn't say to the genie, make her fall in love with me. Yeah, just like, no, just kiss me. Now, this is the best guy of the whole fucking movie. Oh, is this grandpa? Put on the mom's grandpa. accent. Listen to the mom's accent. All right, hang on. Let me get the, the studio. His accent's is better. Now, look, he doesn't sound like he's from Sweden, right? Listen to her. I am from another country, but yet I am your mother, raised by my father. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then comes the game. Here he is. Here he is, Ralph Cramden. I mean, uh, I mean, no, but it's Jackie. It's Jackie Gleason. He looks like Mr. Mooney from the Lucy show. Yeah. Right? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, no, here he goes. He's going to hit on her. Well... You know, Mike hitting on somebody is uh, like flirt. No, he like tells her he's a jerk. If you're nice to me, here we go. Rather be nice. So yeah, Mister Akuza. 
Not Yakuza, Mr. Rakuza. Right, not Yakuza, the Japanese mob. And I don't think they were even trying to say that. They're just like, we need an Italian name. And they're like, oh, my, my Tony is uh, Mr. Rakuza. <laughs> okay, so he's pulling up to his slum. Doesn't that look like Los Angeles? It does have a, you know, it's funny because it looks like Venice Beach, kind of the Miami Beach uh, hangout. But it's uh, just... Um... Miami. This is what's remarkable. Like, look at the director's choice of using this house. You can clearly see people walk in, and you can see, you know, he opens the door right when they in real time get to the door. Yes. You know, it's emotion. It's kind of cool. Yeah. He's the best thing about this film. Uh, I mean, he, he, you would know, look, your father did business with Hyman Ross. Your father was, you know, but your father never trusted this is Sam Roth. Hey, this know? is Hyman Roth? It's his brother, Sam, in Godfather oh. 2. Do you remember the scene where he brings the cake? You know, like, let everybody see the cake before we cut it. You know, do you remember yeah, that right. scene? Yeah, of course. Now, I want to share what when I go. Not for years. The doctors would disagree with you. Anyway, sitting to his right, and I went and got the clip when I read it. It sure as fuck is him, man. He's sitting right to the right of, uh, to the left of Hyman Roth. It's his brother, Sam Roth. That's so great. Oh, look, he's the baseball bat guys. Can I help you? Baseball bats. Oh, yeah, come on in. Like, you, Sam you see Roth owes in money. Sam Roth owes money because he is a gambler, you see. He's a drunk gambler. Oh, so by he, the way, definitely. he gave Bud Spencer brandy, right? Yeah. Like, that bottle is brandy. It's but after this. <laughs> But then check out what Grandpa drinks after this. Oh, they're really tearing up the house. Oh, not my collection of cats by Bill Milken. Uh, M. Milken. Remember that, that 70s comic of cats, I guess? Yes. Um, okay, now we're going to see uh, a genie wish and to put all the stuff back. And it's really interesting how they do it. They clearly run the film backwards. But, right. but all the things in the room were like rigged to collapse. There's nobody hitting it with the baseball bat you'll watch they'll all just okay so they froze he froze them right yeah <clears throat> now it's all backwards but nobody's there to push the chair over so they had to like pull it with strings or something push it with strings or something you know well so they they smash it up and, and then they rebuilt it and then built it up with the strings yeah, no i would cool. doubt it i really don't know how they did it they somehow made it collapse on its own, the bookshelf, you know? Right. They press some button, and it it's really, he turns them into little bugs. Wait a minute. That's just horrible. What about those poor humans? I mean, that's cruel. <laughs> yeah, well, he turned human beings into bugs? It's a terrible it's, child. It's wish fulfillment. Oh, he just stepped on him. Okay, then what's, is he drinking the brandy? No, he's got some no. of this book. Yeah, it's got to be. Vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look how clear it is. I mean, it's got to be vodka. It's called acting. He likes to drink. I think he's an enabler. You know. Enabler. Enabler? He's enabler? so. So anyway, now we learn that Genie's powers don't work at night. At night, he's just a regular person. Wait, why? I don't know. Because we needed a plot point. A lot will hinge on that in the film. You know, uh, Bud Spencer actually breaks character. He says, listen, even though I don't have my powers at night, you can feed me after midnight. 
All right? <laughs> not a gremlin. Please, go ahead and feed me after midnight. Don't think twice. I don't understand why he's a star, because he's very... What's the opposite of charismatic? It's all, It's all. He's not, like, repugnant or repulsive. He holds the screen, right? He has. A, he's a no. handsome gentleman. I no. He's not handsome. He looks like he's unhealthy. He looks like Santa if Santa was a drunk. What about uh, Highway to Heaven, right? It was Michael uh, Landon, and then it was that football guy who looked like you couldn't fit into a suit. He has that look. <laughs> he's a bear. I mean, he sure does. He's, how, how hairy do you think his chest is when he walks around? Like, you know, people want to go to the movies to look at his chest hair. It's just, he doesn't look healthy. He looks sickly, like he's... <laughs> he's just exasperated. Where'd you get the money for this jewelry? Uh, I got it at a fucking bullshit shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where'd you get this Rolls Royce? Oh, it's a lie excuse, officer. Oh, a likely story. No, it's the truth, the lie I just lied to you about. Now, there's a lot of cops this movie we should do a cop count because there's like for a kids movie there's like two. a dozen cops that show up every time too so there's two cops so far in this movie right. now he is the father of the love interest bud spencer's what? daughter really yeah so he's what a coincidence yeah he's giving this kid a lot of shit now this kid is named luca luca venatal venatini luca venatini and Obviously, he grew up in America because of his accent and everything, or he's just a really talented, like, mimic or something. Do you feel like now, anyone's dubbed in this movie? No, I don't. Not that I noticed. Maybe, yeah. maybe, and I don't, I didn't catch it in research. Now, Grandpa, I love him. He's the best character of this whole film, but right now he's doing a fucked up thing. He is stealing the lamp to sell it and get $10, which will fund his day of buying Drinking. something to drink and then also though having like six bucks left or four bucks left to bet to make a bet oh he goes over to this guy right he goes right back to the junk man tony and says i'll sell you this and he goes this this is fucking mine your your grandson is a thief and he's fired oh that's what <laughs> grandpa fucked up yeah, and Grandpa and, and a fire Grandpa. Now Grandpa's He's, really a fuck up. So what he does is completely inappropriate. He asks Tony if he could lend him a couple bucks. <laughs> oh, after he returns stolen merchandise. Walk out of my store. He really chases him out. He snaps at him. Yeah, well, not too much. You don't want the shit to fall on his head. Saxophone. <laughs> what are you deaf? Fuck off. Look at this breakfast, Carl. So there's, yeah, there's it, special K. Yeah, there's a full half cup, half gallon of milk. Yeah, there's uh, smuckers. Jam. There, there's coffee. a coffee urn for the kids. Here's your Oops. oatmeal. No, Here's your muesli. It was a muesli. Where the fuck is my fucking lamp, mom? Where's my cums tissue? I was tricking off to oh, Bruce Springsteen. Sugar hey, Ray yeah, look, there's Pele. Last hey, for other film. Sugar Ray Leonard. Right. Bruce the Springsteen. boss. Look at that breakfast. My mom never brought me coffee with a half 
with a quarter of the quarter milk. But yeah, my never my mom never bought the ingredients for breakfast, like the jar of smock juice. Here, suck on this for a while. I made you oatmeal. You want me to put a dollop of smuckers? I brought the smuckers. You see, it's his store is called Tony Buys It, right? Because he gets shot in the end. Well, see, that's what I was hoping for, but no, that never paid off. Each time I watched this film, I kept on wishing, please, just let Tony buy it. Just, just this viewing. He's still it. He's still yeah. the video game character. He hid behind the car. <laughs> look at everyone staring. Half the people were looking at the camera, and the other Muscle half were looking man. at it. Yeah, that's right. So now sure he, this is in Italy? He's rubbing one out. No, this is Miami. <laughs> well, it says in Italian, do not drink the water. Uh, you know, listen, my years in, in uh, Miami, you know, uh-huh. brought, you know, I used to see, it, it would be strange, uh, stenciled uh, Italian places. Like if there was something that was delicate, it would say fragile on the side listen, of it. We're going to shoot this film in, in, out of Italy. We're going to go to Miami. Do you know anyone? Yeah, I know the half of a comedy duo, and I know the guy who played Hyman Ross' brother. Is he, he's in Cuba. He'll fly, he'll fly, he'll boat over. You're right. Both right of over. those actors were, like, retired in Florida, and that's how they ended up in this film. Uh, oh, here we go. Confrontation. Now we have wish fulfillment. Rock'em, sock'em, robot. Oh, yeah, we got the sound effect. It's not believable in the real world. What did you hit me with? Wow, that, that, yeah. some guy would die from that. That well, that's the stunt man, right? This is a pretty low key stunt uh, movie for you know, like an action film. Okay, his, he never indicated in the first half hour of this movie that he was had any interest in the sport of basketball. Right? Did he right. have like? We we saw a boxer. We saw a soccer player. Yeah, uh, a football player. Now look, we saw like a. Wait, I gotta tell whoa. you, the audience, right? These are yeah. really little kids. This is like high school, and we're talking about freshmen, sophomores. Check them out. Check them out. They're really. Yeah, well, so, I was probably a, a sophomore, a uh, junior in '86 or sophomore. Uh, yeah, you graduated '88, right? '89, '87, '87. Okay, so you were a junior. But the thing is, like, these are like freshmen and sophomores who like just hit puberty, like, you know, eight days ago they were still kids. Right, it's- right. They said, "Listen, if you're gonna need you in the shoot, first things first, you gotta wear a shirt." Talking to you, buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. Uh, look at the, the this guy is like straight out of the seventies too. Right. Okay. <laughs> So he says, "What my my wish is to play basketball, even though no indication that I wanted to play basketball." Yeah, and uh, do you notice he doesn't? We don't know that he likes water skiing either. Hint, hint. Okay, so the two sports that are not mentioned that he likes are basketball. Look at their faces, Mike. He wouldn't water ski at the end of this movie. They're going to bring up basketball again. That's his true love. <laughs> that would be ridiculous to have such a tangent. Now, okay. in the My beginning turn. of his, like, magic tricks, the crowd's with him. But then they all start chanting, and it doesn't make sense in the real world anymore. They'll finish off the game not reacting to the baseball game, uh, the basketball game. It's really weird. So how many shots they must have done it? 
Yeah, right. I wonder. I mean, this is, I like this director. I mean, it's real stuff. Probably when the, um, probably when the, the, they, the guy made the basket after eight temps, they were like, yay. But really they meant like fucking finally, God damn it. All right. We're out of here. Oh, look, there he is watching my daughter. Make sure she's cool. Here you go. Yeah, I don't even know what they're saying. Clap, clap. And they will, <laughs> they will do this chant through the duration of the game. Oh, he's even doing it. What are they saying? Tell me. They're saying, let's go Italy. It's a, for the World Cup. <laughs> what? Go! Wow, he's good. There he is. Go! Go! Now, Nobody in the audience freaks out when laws of physics are broken. When when a ball look, his pants his fall. Pants fell down. A ball flies through the air and then it elbows. He With all due respect, Teen Wolf and probably uh, it's uh, such a stunt, uh, man. the fish that saved Philly did this. Yeah, Teen Wolf did it, but just not as bad. Look at what? that! See that? Yeah, it elbowed through the air. That can't work. Wait a minute, my kid Newton. got ripped off. Listen, I, I can't sit here as a dad in the bleachers watching my son yeah. with a magic ball play against him. B backwards for time. They really spent yeah. their time. On, but meanwhile, they're still chanting. It makes no sense. So, so Listen, go ahead. Okay. Zero. Okay. Uh, it takes so long to get the volume up. You made me a liar. They're not doing the chant. Damn it. <laughs> wow, yeah, they're really going after him. Well, it's really a movie. Uh, hey, let's do the horror. <laughs> uh, the oh, we forgot the chair. We forgot the chair. Now, that girl to the right with the braces, she was also in the other scene sitting next to our hero. Uh, to our our love interest, so they obviously had like you know it wasn't a full place. They did a bunch of different close up sections. We, uh, you think like he was like, look, I'm really craving gelato. Is there any <laughs> chance we could shoot at the strip mall across the street? I'll get one for my daughter. He goes, right. look, I need ten bucks. All right, poof, here you go, master. Yeah. Oh, he was going to dash and dine. <laughs> dine and dash? Dine and dash. But you get such a bad brain freeze when you dine and dash gelato. <laughs> when you dash and dine, you're like, well, you run into the place and sit down and go, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm hungry. Come here. Waitress. Quick. I got my mask off. Give me the food. Right. You wait outside. Okay. Your table's ready. All right. Run in. Eat as fast as you can. I already placed my order. Okay, now this scene makes no sense in the real world. What do we got is we've got a protection thing, you know, like, you know, window insurance. You pay us $50 a week and we don't break your windows. You know, that's what's going to happen here. But look at it. It's a mall and it, there would be police protection. And you know what I mean? Like, it no, is like. You could let it go. I mean, like, it's always the story they come in. But it's like in. protection money was like a neighborhood in Brooklyn. It's like a community of citizens. It's not like at the mall, you know. You know, you don't think like they do strip malls. Like this is our strip mall. Ew. No, I do not think they do strip malls. 
And also, I think his spoon is bigger because he got like a nope. taster spoon. I, look, that, that, okay. Not this bad guy, not this bad, that bad guy right there. That's yeah. the father of our hero. Oh, really? Wow, it's yeah. a family affair. It's like That's bring your father right. to work day. So he, he got a little taster spoon for that. You didn't see nothing. Yeah, that's right. gelato, no calories. Don't order the whipped cream. You know that giant bowl of whipped cream they keep in the freezer. Don't order it. I stuck the guy's head in there. Yeah, right. His drools in it. Vent a Venatino, Venatini. His name is Venatino Venatini, and he is the father of Luca Venatini, who's our hero. This is our third cop. Uh, we're doing cop count. Oh, yeah. Okay, three. Yeah, it's going to ramp up. Now, they're trying to be funny here. Like, you're going one way, of course. Of course I am. All he cars go one way. That's the word for word, the comedy routine of the, from the comedy duo of Laundry Basket and Spiegelman. <laughs> Laundry Basket, I heard you got a ticket going down one-way street. Laundry Basket. It well, was still the wrong way. One, only one way, but it wasn't the right, wrong way. Did you see the arrows? Laundry bat. I got to apologize to any Native uh, <laughs> Americans in the audience for that last joke. <laughs> is that really the joke? That's really good. Listen, is that, is that on YouTube? Yeah, it should be. It was in my America's Got Talent audition. Okay, go, where look at this. Look, this is what the director's doing. He started from that one scene and the camera pulls out. That looks cool, right? Yes. This was there was an effort here to make a serious ass film, right? Right. And do a good job. I mean, okay, now look, he is now getting kidnapped for no the fuck reason at all. I know it this, is this in the middle of the plot, it, it isn't the plot. He's just kidnapped, right? Well, okay, so this is where canon, where Golden Globus kind of shines, right? Because we watched a kid's movie where there was so much insane peril. He just got abducted, and he's going to be sold into child trafficking, basically. Yes, that's yeah. right. In, the, in a room full of other children who are just, like, in this, this, this house, hen house. And then he escapes. All right, so this this genie, they the cops. So there's three cops here. Well, actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we up to six. Oh, that guy. We no, we yeah, saw we already counted two. him. All right, so so three there's the two back. new ones, two new ones, and okay. three in the back. So five new ones, right? Right. Six, seven, eight. I'm writing it down. We are at eight. There's like more cops than gangsters in this movie. Or I think the, the enemy in this film are the cops and the gangsters. Well, here it's like he has no fingerprints. He's got no birth certificate or social security or driver's license. You know, he's got no oh, yeah. fingerprints. Right. You could clearly see from the magnifying glass. Yeah. Look at his hands. They're so huge. I know. It doesn't look healthy, Mike. Don't you think he's <laughs> stuffed into that shirt and it's completely unbuttoned? Oh, he's doing that classy look where you unbutton your top button and then you loosen the tie like you had a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike, what do you think that beard is hiding? You think that's all hair there? Or could it be chins? God damn it. How many chins? 
No, I think it's like, uh, oh my God, yeah, you can kind of see it. That's a real hair ish. He's wearing a toupee too. Okay, when he looks straight at you and talks to you, his eyes are shut. <laughs> You'll see him. Okay, so it's a completely different plot point. Yeah, now we've got, she kind of looks like she's a nun kind of dress. Right, like a, or a guard. Man. There was a Paul Waller movie called Running Scared. It wasn't a Billy Crystal movie. And he, he's a New Jersey corrupt cop. And one of the things he winds up in this like weird sex porn ring. He like stumbles into it and it saves everybody. And this film was like these this human trafficking going on. And these are all these kids in bed. They're like you sit yeah. here. And oh, yeah. You kids go to sleep. Look how sad they are. It's scared. They really are. Well, they thought they were going bananas. They're like, fuck, where's Tom DeLuise? So what's the name of that movie? Uh, Going Bananas? No, the one with the children abduction. He fell into a traffic sex ring and he saved everybody. What was that? Oh, uh, oh, I don't remember, Carl. That was oh. like two minutes ago. Okay, okay. I'm trying this to catch up with this movie. This guy's been in a film we've seen before, but I can't really place him. I did. Oh, running that. scared. It's running scared. It's running scared. Okay. Running scared. Did I running see scared. it? No, not unless you want to get angry. I mean, it's so over oh, the top okay. and it's very New Jersey movie. You know, okay. like it's in, he spends the entire evening like, hey, it's you. Can you believe it? We're being sold. Oh, right. So the guy that the boss was saying, yeah, we have a 15 year old with uh, brown eyes and blonde right. hair. Yeah, we could send we could ship him out to Australia. To Australia. That was, yeah. It's I so slimy. And well, what's also, that doing, what's that make, doing in this children's film? It doesn't make sense in the real world. There isn't a place like this. Well, I don't understand why he now pulls out the lamp, too. Like, if you had a genie and you get abducted, I'd be, like, rubbing it. I mean, more so than I usually do in public. Yeah, well, yeah. Even in a crowded room like this, I remember camp. I would be yeah, rubbing it out. Carl, are you rubbing it? No, no, I'm, no. I have a genie and a lamp, and I'm trying to get the genie. Almost there. Oh, they got basketball? <laughs> this looks like... When you rub them a lot, he, he, the genie pops out. Uh-huh. That is a door. Listen, go to sleep. If you want, I have some tissues with genies in them. <laughs> you can have them. Oh, by the stairs. Look, look at how well they art directed this scummy place, right? Right. I have a feeling they shot this in a guy's basement in a day. He's like, yeah, you got, I got a location for you here in Florida. So he steals the lamp back, of course. He gets the genie, and it gets them out of here. Now, this was an, a detour in our film, right? Well, this this definitely means I can't watch this movie with a kid. It's not a kid's movie if you have, like, a human trafficking children's scene in the middle of it. Great, yeah. So it's like, you know, unless you cut this scene, which you shouldn't. He's not a know, cop count. We know him well. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. He fooled, he fooled me once. Sure, you're a genie. But he talks to his boss, and his boss is even more insane. The the head of the police of Florida. Yeah. The one with the, the ivory tusks. Whoa. No, poof. I'm acting. 
I'm Frank Oz. I'm not Frank Oz. What film did we see this guy in? The the creepy guy? Yeah. It's in nighttime, isn't it? It's nighttime. No, it's got to be day or his powers wouldn't work. Yeah, look outside the window. Maybe it's dusk. Oh, I guess. Well, that's just a film trick. <laughs> Look at all these actors. You, they, we never see them again. No, we oh, never no. see them again. Attack puppies. This is like a dumb. Look, look how many kids there are. Yeah, it's like in the real world. It's like an orphanage. Ridiculous. It's it's the uh, traffic house. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying it's not realistic. That how you... many kids kid count? I saw about twenty. Okay, so okay. here are cops. So this is a new cop. Now, it, it, not the one reporting to him, but the one behind the desk is a new cop, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do we count him? He's like a top cop. Yeah, let's count him. Because right. he's crazy yeah. in this movie. He pursues, he wants the power. But he, now, was he UFOs? No, it wasn't a UFO. It might be an alien, Carl. Or a super robot. But is he, isn't he being sarcastic at this point in the film? Yeah, he goes, ah, it didn't look like a robot to me. He goes, how do you know? <laughs> I met a lot of robots. Robodon. <laughs> I had an appointment. Oh, yeah. It was good. He made me laugh, man. Okay. Uh, by Did the you way, notice those pillows? Those, like, throw pillow things? Yeah, so let's talk about his office. I did notice them. Okay, you'll see them later in the film. You, uh, check it Not out. Not in the office? Well, okay, what so I couldn't, I love the ivory tusks that the police officer has in this office. Yeah. I never knew you were, as a government official, you were allowed to have them. Yeah. He's eating pizza day. straight from, look at that. He's doing, he's doing fork and knife pizza, I'll give him respect, but he's eating directly from the pie. Yeah, from the tray. You think he's, that's not his personal pan pizza, is it? <laughs> no, I think it's, the, but it, well, actually, look, everyone seems to have their own, yeah. No, no, those right. are plates. No, you're right. You're right. That's the serving tray. Now they probably did that as a joke, right? Well, even let's have Americans eat pizza with a fork and knife. It'll be hysterical. The mom, I guess the Swedish mom eats it with a fork and knife. Yeah, but it's a knife and fork. Now, how much would you pay for chicken and ribs? Six ninety five? That's a good deal. <laughs> how about lobster dinner? All right, but I don't want to spend more than ten. Nine ninety-five. Oh, gangsters. Now here comes the father of our hero. Hey, you! I'm the father of the guy, and we're doing protection, eh? Right in front of a whole family, a whole dining right. room. Well, that's how you do. We're doing protection. Now, is this is it nighttime? Does he have his powers? I guess it's. it's I don't know the answer. They're having breakfast pizza. Oh. Not not next to the Coleman's dry mustard. Whoa. That's a lot of dry mustard and, and soy sauce. That's, That's a really lot, lot of dry of... mustard and lobster dinner, $9.95. Mike, I'll tell you, you. spend over 10 bucks. No, man. Listen, I cut it, I cut it at 10. So this is perfect. With this deal, like you could get a steak and lobster for twenty bucks. Yeah, all right. Oh yeah. my god, it must be like London broil and like, you know, well, some restaurants like five day old lobster. 
you know, if I could calculate it, twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six is the equivalent of twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six. In nineteen eighty six, money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nineteen eighty six, money. It's amazing. It really has not lost value. No, it still remains twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six, money. Universal. Uh, is this a new cop? Right on the sidewalk. Hi, I want to do more stuff that isn't true in the real world. We're pursuing you for five dollars. Oh, it's the same cop. Well, he got three stars on this. I like the guy's vest. I, I want a vest like that. Oh my god! Look how, look how big he is, man. He doesn't look healthy. <laughs> what are you talking about? He looks Charles? like a stud. He's got um, a little hair showing, glossed down. Stud. You don't think that guy's manly? You don't love a man in a uniform? I don't love a man. <laughs> in a uniform? I love the way he shoots. Oh, well. All right. Give him the lamp. What could you do? You know, the thing is, it's like, it's not funny, but sometimes it's funny. This guy, the junk man, Tony the junk man, does perform well sometimes. And also, yeah, the grandfather is great too. Yeah, the grandfather. And he is just such an idiot asshole. The things he does and says are so stupid. He says he doesn't work at night. You know, he's just such a dummy. Can you loan me 10 bucks? Get so at no point the kid's going to say, oh, by the way, officer, I got abducted and uh, right. sent to a Seth trafficking farm right outside. Thank my you area. for reminding me of that. Yeah, well, we should be reminded that happened. Like it ruined the movie. You can't you can't have it with a kid and watch a stupid film with them. It didn't ruin the movie for me because they're dumbasses and it was a side note. Now we're back to the real movie. You know what I mean? I should mention speaking of movies, they, they were parked outside a movie house and the, the marquee showed half the title, part two. So now I'm gonna spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out what eighties film was that. Yeah, because it wasn't Godfather Hannibal Run or Sam Roth wouldn't be in this one. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he just... It, um, uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh, yeah, maybe it's that. was it? Back to the Future Part 2. No, they just could have... Oh, so he's like, help, help. No, in the speaker, you idiot. Yeah, now we get the pop will... T again, it doesn't make sense in the real world. He'll tell him, take out your gun and start shooting! So Bud Spencer will begin to shoot people on the street. Oh, so we're going to see him and then cut to him a reaction shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. This guy's like, do you think he's up there with Grandpa and Tony? This crazy old cop? What? What do you mean up there with him? Like as good? Well, and the that's not as good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, no, I think he does his job and he thinks he's trying I, to be funny. Um Let's shot see. Robert Klein's cigar. He ruined a worker's day. Guy gets attacked by an awning. Stop shooting. Just give me the gun. You want me to point this gun at you first? He was in Caddyshack. Oh, he, he must have been the priest golfing. Maybe. He was the doctor in Cocoon, The Return in 1988. Oh, I remember his line. He goes, you guys again? I thought you died. Check oh, this out. He wasn't in Porky's. He was in Porky's 2 and Porky's Revenge. Oh, well, I've seen them. So, didn't that like, 
I thought that was like Porky's Jr. when they went into the. <laughs> and then you ever seen a Florida movie called Tough Guys with Burt Lancaster? They go into a uh, retirement home. It reminds me of this scene. Burt Reynolds with Burt Reynolds? No, Burt Lancaster. Okay. I guess I'm thinking of a different film. One, there was this. It was Kirk Douglas I, and Burt Lancaster. They were they were mobsters, and they get out of jail, and they're in the new age of the eighties. What was it called? It, Tough guys. Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, <laughs> don't. That's when you have cable, and you're like, "Well, what's on cable?" But but don't you understand that my Netflix DVD thing is my like blah 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 cable? I mean, they just come and they come. You know, you're gonna order it and. Netflix is going to send you a VHS copy. No, it's DVD. No, not this movie. Tough guys will be like, yeah, we have it on beta. We have the laser disc. Take it or leave it. He said he shot it, but nothing happens. I really don't agree with you that this film is great, but this is good. You see, he's going to start smacking him, and then it's going to cut to their boss doing the same thing. The sound effect. And this is like the fight choreography is great. Yeah. Because you know no one actually got hit in these films. Like right. I feel like yeah, they didn't really get slapped because the slap was like a half an inch away from his face. But this the sound effects sells it. You idiots. Can't you see it's casino night? Can't yeah, you right. tuxedo? Don't you understand I'm trying to do Jackie Gleason? Either that or like I don't know, a villain from Batman. Yeah. Italian henchman. Nightclub, so arbitrary. So he's like, All right, I want to meet this cop. He doesn't know it's the genie, but he's like, I want to meet this genie guy. Now, look, park on the grass. That right, bothers okay. me. That bothers me. Why is that okay? That's not okay. Well, if you were a cop dad, you'd be like, What the fuck are you doing to my yeah. lawn? Now, yeah. look, behind the car is oh, now we can't see it, but there's another parked car on the grass. So it's like something everyone does. Interesting. There's Tilda Swinton again. Her hair is long. Yeah. I don't know. I have nothing else to say. Red-headed, long red-headed girl. So it's like, how did you get this Rolls Royce? Well, it's a different Rolls Royce. Well, I'm impounding it. Sila. They're like, fine. And they take off in another red uh, Rolls Royce. Now that's oh. more budget. Oh, they got another, uh, another actor in this film. You okay, honey? Well, I... I, I I don't know, but I'll never see you again in this movie. Yeah, and that's that was right. Scene. Okay, Jaws 3D. Right? They had Yeah, like, right. Jaws yeah. 3D. Yay. This must be kind of cool part of Miami. And a cool time. Look at those coops walking around. Yeah, I know, shirtless. It's Jersey for you, right? Let's go to Cheddar Chest and hang out. Shirtless. Look at the oh, I'm the genie. Look at this hat. I'm the genie. It's. I forgot. What's my What's my role again? But look, wear this cap. Anytime you're wondering, just look at. Oh the my mirror. God! Would you look at those love handles? He can't. Those pants <laughs> don't fit him. It's just that he doesn't want to sag. So body. rugged. Look at that. He doesn't even bother. He's so manly. He doesn't have to open his eyes. Right. Like, most That's guys open their eyes when he... they talk. Right. He is. Like he he can see through this slit, he can see, but you can't see his eyes. So he's like, now my wish is to. Oh, they're hanging out together. Yeah. To, yeah. After Tony all that and, shit they put us through. 
Yeah. Good thing Grandpa's drunk. He'd be like, you put me through so much shit. Oh right. my God, his outfit's blind. And you still wouldn't lend me for five, you know, ten dollars. Yeah. I could get some booze. Tony's outfit's cool. All right, so so he, my wish is to to water ski. Right, and he's not doing it yet. And they're going to be like, you're crazy. You never water skied a day in your life. That's not him yet. It'll be a big deal when it's his turn. So do you think it's empty, the wish fulfillment? Like, he can now water ski and get accolades from his friends and respect, but it was just because... Uh, he didn't earn it. He didn't earn yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't earn it. So oh. this, uh, hey, honey, this um, Julian Voschlich, it's Al's grandpa, right? Okay. Voloshin, Voloshin. He was in Miami Vice show, but he was in Super Fuzz as old man fishing in boat. Oh, was he drinking and then something happened and he threw the, the drink in the water? I don't like, know. He, I was, he, was, he was fishing and he was having a, a shot, uh, a hard belt. And then Super Fuzz flies by and he goes, what? <laughs> I've seen Super Fuzz. That's a good movie. That's Gordon Parks. So she, she's only it? in this one scene, right? Is he, the genie's going to go get, go yeah, off on I a date? I don't know. I never followed that because she never comes back. And that's, I don't really understand what happened there. Huh. Well, there we're halfway is. through this there movie. There she is. They're having yeah. drinks. I saw Fanta. this four times. I do not remember that. They're drinking Fanta. It's super Fanta Genie. <laughs> oh. Did you see at the pizza place they were drinking that grape soda? Grape fan Welsh. Fan Welsh cola. Yeah, Welsh, the right. Welsh. Uh, oh, Bahamas. That's always nice. No, it's nice to be in Florida. I'd be like, I wish I was in the Bahamas. Well, it's real close to Florida, right? Why do you need the Bahamas when you're in Florida? Right. It would be so great to watch water skiing in Bahamas. Oh, well, your next guy. Yeah, I'm, pop those I'm dollars. talking in a movie to a camera. You think that's his day job? Here we go. Here we go. Here's your, here's your boy. All right, now whatever. I'll bet you fifty They're bucks. Now guys. he was in the car that went on the side, went on the two wheels. He was the oh, driver. Really? Well, let's see what it, when it, it turns from the actor to the stunt person on the skis. Probably right now. Well, yeah, no, there's no way the kid's doing this from the start. Maybe I love water skiing. Mm-hmm. Slow motion. Hi, I'm Johnny Nice. This is called water ski. Do, 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 is it do, really do. your first time ever water skiing? Look at yeah. those cars, man. Best unearned summer ever. Oh, he lost the ski. Away with it. Lost I'm the boxy sedans. I'm more into the cars than the skier. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Right. That's got to hurt like a bitch. And he just went up the went ramp. Up the ramp, yeah. I mean, you would maybe he has a up your. Well, he's doing it. These invisible skis don't work. <laughs> you lied <laughs> to me. Like uh, some sort of protection or a lining. Okay, so he just won ten bucks. You're gonna lose this. Right. Your grandson never even did this before. Okay, so this is a kids' film. How many beers are they drinking? Yeah, okay, so this is now going to be the true Bud Spencer, a drunk, 
because he is going to. This whole scene is a the funny part is how drunk they are. Well, I see three. Well, we have eight, nine cops so far, uh, seven abducted children, and then no, twenty abducted children, and I see about eleven empty beer bottles on that table. Yeah, and you, he's going to go drink a bowl of 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 beer in a minute. Uh, so they're pretending to be drunk oh, and they're loving my, it. And then he's going to drive drunk and get a <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. What a great kid's film. Oh, look, he's counting with his bare hands. So I have 10 reasons why I'm here. Two. That's my thumb. I have one and two. Three and four is my second finger. Because his hands are so big, they kind of two points. Look how he holds that like a tea cup because he's so big. Oh, they're drinking cola. Yeah, and and they, you know, it's a movie because they will get up and leave their cola without finishing it. Oh, slurp it down to the end. Yeah, yeah, you got the when, straw. When you buy a drink in a restaurant, when you're about to get up to leave, no matter what to drink, it you go gulp down, right? Don't you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy without the ice. All right, let's go. Oh, I'm fuck it. The whole Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, okay. You see the bowl drunk. of matches, right? Yeah. Oh, I remember those. The, Listen they would to have their drunk the bar. Listen to their drunk right. I need a bigger glass. What about that glass? Well, that's not a glass. No, it's a glass. <laughs> oh, I... Yeah. Look, is, are they pretending to be drunk or are they drunk? I, I have a loss of words because normally I said they're pretending. But they need like to take that matchbox with the, the name of the bar and they put it in their pocket and leave it on their dresser room. So when they get murdered, the detective right. can find it. They go, oh, they were uh, over at the uh, Golden Spigot. They're at I the treasure chest over out. by the water ski. Water skiers par a bar. Let's go. That's over by the water skiers park. They were at. Oh, look at that. You're not in the Bahamas Shake Shack. Look at yeah, that. What look a at classy that. I bar. Think that's real. He's, he's ripping off fish burgers. Can't believe he's drinking the whole thing. He really is gulping it down. Hard belt. I don't think actually it could have been real beer because, right? Well, they had a keg facing the, the customer at the bar, and he just <laughs> took the spigot and he poured it. I think it was real beer. It spilled down his suit. Here comes the cops. Yeah, let's see if it's new cops or ones we know. We're at nine. Now they're doing uh, their drunk yeah. talk like... Uh, what is what do they? I think they. What do they want? Let's pull over and ask them. <laughs> hey, they wanted to dry their finger at us. Don't shame right, me, sir. Don't wag your finger at me, sir. Officer, to what? I'm looking over there. I don't see what you're pointing at. Hi, Lee. So I'm going to finally mention that, of course, I hate movies shot in the exterior of Florida because it's always windy. But, but they but are look, on the freeway doing this scene. Today's not so windy. Look. 
I know. And also, they're on the freeway. I mean, how hard is that to shoot? Pull off the curb, the shoulder? I guess it, we're at cop 11 now, right? Those two are new. Yeah, it's a new cop. The, yeah. Well, I want you guys to make sure. Are you going to do a breathalyzer? God, this yeah. movie, what a kid's film. <laughs> Not once in much you get so drunk, the cops had to do a breathalyzer on him. What? Let's contemplate for one moment. Maybe it's not a kid's film. Well, the kid's not in the scene. We haven't seen the kid in like 10 minutes. They just went off on a drunken tangent. And when you the kid what? does You're show right. up, because never mind my question. I mean, it's a kid hero, a kid yeah. of interest, um, abducted kids. You know, it's kids. Here's the breathalyzer test. So funny, it's just hilarity. Hilarity. Oh, he's a smell. Oh my god. Oh, oh. What was the last time you did one of those tests where they gave you a bag to blow in? Like a whoopee cushion. I've never 86? done a breathalyzer. But they have like us, you know. There's like a sure, tube Carl. with a device now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they have like a clean tube, they stick to it or something. They don't give you like a whoopee cushion. Now he says, uh, you know, look, Jeannie's been arrested. Look, look, the timing. I love this house. The director really uses it. You can see them walking up the curb. Up yeah, the and he ran away. He was like, it's my dad. Hey, Jeremiah. Well, Boss wants to see I pay, you. I paid you. you. You want that guy you threw out the building. Oh, they took his 10 bucks? Well, it's he, the money. I got the money I owed you. I think, ouch, yuck. Oh, oh no, Tony and Freddy. Murder. So there's a homis two homicides in this movie. Yeah, but it was a mob rub out. Yeah, that's even, where did now, they rub out? <laughs> Let's watch our cop count. Uh, are those three uh, plain clothes guys? Plain clothes, yeah, they are. They're sabotage. Sabotage. Do, do, 11, do. 12, 13, 14. Well, and the these the... cops, the one on the left definitely not new, but the two behind. Yeah. But the, the, the cop boss, he's getting greedy. He's catching on to it. Who's your paymaster? He's not catching on yet. He's not catching on. When the genie disappears, he'll he'll be like, "Holy shit, you guys weren't lying." Right Look now, the total fatalities. Did you see that? Look at the blackboard. It says total fatalities 1985-41. Really? Like when the yeah. Look right there. Total 31. 1985 year to date 25. Oh T my fatalities. god! That's a real stat. They're in a real police station, and this is a kids film. Well, they thought they would add a little detail for the kids. Let them know that 45 cops, 25 cops have died so far this year. Well, Mike, no, are, Mike, you think that that's the film that did that, or do you think they're in a real police station? Uh, maybe they shot this in a country club in Florida. Like, hardly working. No, this has to be... They're on location. No smoking in dark room. Criminal investigation, projectors room. Yeah, maybe they are. Oh, he got away. Quick, he's getting away. After him. 
Look, our hands touched each other. These hands. So we're at 16 cons. So he is a genie. I can make money. Yeah, don't think about baseball. Think about baseball. Oh, I was about to go blind rubbing it that hard. Don't you think they should have done the, the illusion with the smoke and he comes out of the bottle? Hey, there's no time, Carl. We got to get this movie out. Canada <laughs> Ray sold it. They sold it in cans in the, based on the poster alone. Oh, yeah, on a napkin. Uh, yeah. They made a deal on a napkin. Uh-oh. Hey. So all right, so we're getting to a climax, right? This must be Act Three because we're, we're all in the villain's lair. Look, Mike thinks I'm some sort of character actor, but I swear I'm doing Jackie Gleason. You see, is he doing like Skadoo, Jackie Gleason? Oh yeah, he looks like Jackie Gleason. Okay, now the thing is, um, what's happening here is basically like they, you know, they they want the Oh wow. wow! They want the genie. They they want to know how what's all the money, what's all the power, the Rolls Royce, and and he's reminding them at night. I my powers don't work. Oh, so this is nighttime right now, right? You can oh, tell from the nighttime. shadows. <laughs> so it's gonna be starting. This is not whatever they shot it. The director set up the lights. Looks good to me, <laughs> but. But get butt out of the corpse. Get out of the tomb. All right, good. All right, give him some oxygen. All right, let's do it. Now, Der Grandpa will go on to pass away within like four or five years, something like that. He's retired down there in Florida, and he just came out of retirement. Gosh, did I already tell you what he was in? I think there was two interesting things I didn't get to tell you about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. He was in – no, it's not him. Squinty. No, I was thinking of that Porky's thing. Mm. Look, right. Yeah, Squinty. You can't. Does he look healthy right now? Look at his. Yes, skin. he's rugged. Oh. He's. he's I would be jealous. I would be jealous. He's he's gonna walk into a bar and get any man he wants. Grandpa looks like a muppet. Walk into Grandpa. a bar and get any. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Look, it's maybe it's not his body. It's his tie. It's oh the style God. to have the tie stop at the second the last button on your shirt. Now, we're about to have a big fight scene in which he really kicks their ass. But in truth, he would be tired after each scene. You know, like, they're going to go, okay, he's, and he's going to go, ah, ah, okay. The family's in the background Next, watching. Think about how winded he is from that. Oh, yeah, look at oh this. Oh, my God. Why would a cook who has nothing to do with anything, well, I guess I work here, so I should act well, like a monster. I should go in a monster. Well, it's in the Sega video game where you on a boat and you have to attack yeah. people and then the chef comes out and you have to fight them and there's like a, whoa, look at that stunt. This is cool. We should have done a like, mobster count as well as a police That's count. what I'm saying. Like, there's so many mobsters and cops. I don't know what the message of this movie is. Now, why does... didn't even hit him. That, that kick wasn't even close. I'm giving it a lot of credit for this film. But... Why is the kid turning the lights off? To make sure Bud, I don't know. So Bud's just fighting normally, right? Yeah, what's the chef doing here? Why did I pick this fight? I should have just gone home. Right, he has no genie powers right now. 
Hello? Oh, God, I want to send a squad car. Oh, go ahead, play his voice. I would like to uh, order a pizza. I would get the, the sound. Uh-oh. Ow! Uh, Kurt is for you. And and the kid did that. What kind of show do they do where it's like a background like that? Welcome to a pizzeria. Lights on. Hey, kid. Come here, you. Get in there, Norton. I'll pop your collar. Oh, what a funny joke. He wrecked Oh. Me. I got a gun on the kid. All right. Oh, oh now we're doing like a... Mirrors. Funhouse mirrors thing. Lady from Shanghai. Well, if it wasn't those two mirrors, it must be this mirror. <laughs> I think that's funny. He's a funny guy. Hey, no. There's cobwebs on the uh, fountain. Okay, wait. We got to do the cop count now, but we got to be careful because some of these cops we've seen. Right, that's right. So they're they're all in pairs. So there was like eight pairs. So it might so already be all five. the 15 we've seen before. Let's I saw that cop. Wait, there's, there's Frank a, Oz. There's a lady, two women cops. That's definitely new. There was a lady cop behind mm -hmm. in the office. Okay, so I, I see faces that are not familiar, but I can't do a good count. Just look for the mustache that looks unfamiliar. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. All right, the so there's one female. That we saw one female cop before, so there were two. So we definitely have an increase of one cop. I'm sorry, it's against the law to have an elephant tusk in your office, right? In the, as, a, as a public servant, it's so weird. Like you can have a flag that says state of Florida because you work for the state of Florida. Yeah. But having an elephant tusk? What the fuck? So now Grandpa what, I mean, is that because he called 911 and they broke up a protection racket, he's going to get a reward of $100,000. Does this make sense in the real world? Well, you know what I mean. We're rich. We're rich. Oh, hey, happy day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, this wraps up the plot nice and neat. How much money? Oh, we're not done yet, Mike. How much money? What are you talking about? Well, we're not done yet. No, we're wrapping this up. No. Things are, we're <laughs> no. done. Final scene or something weird. No, no. Look at the elephant and the Indian. This guy, like, like how, many, how many people hang out there? Okay, so I love, I don't know what this building is. But all right, so they get out okay. of the elevator. Branch, well, as right? you know, we've been with the police, and he was like chief of the police, right? But right. his his role now will change. Hey, I no gotta go, guys. I'm gonna go back upstairs. And he walks up, and then he just goes right into the restricted area. He knows they took Jeannie somewhere. See, this guy follows him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me now. The cop, right? Our chief of police. Something weird happens in the movie. All of a sudden, he's got all this sort of power. He has access to medical facilities. He has access to, like, Cold War map of where all the nuclear sites are. He can he gets on the phone and he calls out choppers. It's really weird. He becomes, like, head of the FBI or something. He's like the, the guys who want to get E.T. at the end. Right. But, I mean, a second ago, he was chief of police in Miami. 
Right. You're not, by the way, don't play hide and seek in the old air conditioner. Right, or... <laughs> don't you shut that door. If you close that door, you're going to get stuck and you'll be out of luck. Stuck. And you'll be out of air. You're I'm stuck. I can't breathe. Like this. So let's play hide and seek in the old refrigerator. But don't you don't... shut that door. Oh, and then, oh, yeah. So here, Chief of Police has a medical center. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. All of a sudden, they have this medical facility, and he's doing experiments like it's a facility designed for that. And he goes, nurse, let's do, you know, sec section six. We'll move on to phase eight now. Like, they have it all planned out. Like, the, Wow. And they're, what are they going to do? They're going to, like, do – they're going to cut him open to see what's inside him, what makes him tick. It's the dumbest thing ever. Now we'll get stupid humor like – he can't be knocked out. You give him a shot, it should knock him out. Is this daytime? This is the next morning. This is night, I guess. And so the, he doesn't have any powers. The kid's going to bust in and go, holy cow, it's 6 a.m. It's daytime now. Now his powers work. So I guess, yes, it's night. He doesn't notice it? It's like the scene of Gremlins 2 where they're like, how do you know it's midnight? What if they're on a plane and they go to a different time zone? And oh, the response to the critics yeah. or the, the gremlins attack them, that's the response they give to the critics. <laughs> no, but if you go to a different time zone, the sun also is lagging behind, right? So yeah. gremlins, if it was, you know, it's a time of, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, so the, hey, that's the Swedish mom. Nope. No? No, it's just the nurse. And they're wearing their scrubs uh, uh, backwards. And, like, why would people at the pol be at the police station downstairs in the basement with scrubs and, like, a is that an image? That's, a, a CGI? Uh, that's a restricted area. Oh, that's a new Coke. You see the little classic Coke sign? Really? Classic go, 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 go. Nice hard shot. It wasn't a product placement, that's for sure. Classic Coke. So that's the funny joke. Like, none of the knockout drugs will knock them out, but a drinking of Coke does. Ha, ha, ha. Too much Coke. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, uh, Bud Spencer again. Oh, always with the Coke. Too much Coke will not put you to sleep. Okay, so now in this police station, they're all suited up to do surgery. <laughs> and they're not, very, they're not all suited up. I mean, I hate to... Go COVID on you, but half of them are wearing their masks at the sur in the surgery. Uh, yeah, right. you know, I am conscious of that. Like he will take off his mask when the kid confronts him. It's like you're still in. You want it to be yeah. sterile. You, you gotta be sterile. Yeah, there you go. Take your saw, um, the island of Jamaica. I just looked at. I had. I had sterile. It might work better as a tweet <laughs> that you never send. It might work better if I would shut up. Think before <laughs> you talk. Think before you talk. So you're right. I thought this movie ended. No. Uh oh. E.T. I mean, bud. So we're overhearing, He's... like, start with his skull. Excellent idea. You know? Shit, they're turning bud into a chud. Yeah. 
Hey, that's my friend. Get out of here. I'm not sterile. You can't jump out of a vent like that. Yes, I can. No, I mean, physically impossible. You must be really spry. We're both acting right now. See the genie in the lamp? I'm acting that I'm mad at you. Let's, doctor, hold that kid. Well, it's not really my in my profession, but okay. That's an appropriate kid. Cut it out. Oh, come on. No Listen, I know you're kid. 14. Appropriate. Yeah. Uh, wait, look, you can see him like deflate. Yeah. From the table. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. He's dressed in his classic 1600s gear. Yeah, this made, movie made me thought of a premise for a movie in which, like, just like this, a kid gets the genie, and so he'll make a wish, but he'll use colloquialism, and, you know, and this guy's from years ago. So what's a good example? They made him an orangutan. <laughs> yeah, he has. Oh, he's back. Yeah, that is inappropriate. Listen, I could pick my own nets. Yeah. He just, you know, uh, listen, he just you, don't, you don't have to wear the cap, officer. Why? Because you're bald. There's no hair. You don't have to wear yeah. the cap. You're sterile. I'm wearing the cap. He might have said, like, hail Italian dictators, fascism. Right. It is an Italian movie. Be Kyle. Oh, there's the bad guy again. So now this police commissioner has the power to abduct him and people at his beck and call. And we learn that he owns a missile. I don't know if this What's... is funny. It's a little funny, right? His wife is conjured up from Europe. Oh. What? This scene. Now I got to kick out the mistress. Right. Why is this funny? Oh, but she's going back, right? Yeah, make her go back to Europe, please. Please. There we go. You know, in this movie, he has to say, I want. Why doesn't he say, I wish? Why not? Why not? It's oh, right. Well, it's, wish it's want fulfillment. Right. This is all, this film is want fulfillment. Do you think okay. the commissioner's wife is also uh, an officer? Listen, I got to point it out now again. Look. This police chief, yeah, he now is in, like, look, he's in an FBI kind of office. Like, he's some... Yeah, he's got, like, security people around him. Right, and tusks. Level yeah, but... five? Level five! You ever see Strange Brew? I want you to set the map to level five. Can you turn yeah. the light on? You want is... me to turn the light on? Is that, um... I was thinking of DEFCON 4, right? The oh, yeah. Okay, so now we're sort of wrapping up, okay? So he wants all the military in the world to, like, be turned into penguins and, you know, their submarines become bananas. And then... What is with this transformation? Except for this one missile silo in Ohio that he has full control over. And he would be the most powerful man in the world! It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Look yeah, at look at that. He's mad with power, giving a big old speech for front of the board. It's the board, really, than the man. When you have a map of the world, Blakey. Yeah, behind you. that's right. You can make, it, make anyone look powerful. Like in Dr. Strangelove. He, he can see the big board. We got yeah. a whiskey in here. Oh, 
Oh, how are we going to escape? Well, I have an idea. Flying carpet. It's a whole new world, Carl. Oh, good thing it didn't hit his head. The window was open on that building. No. We're going to cut the same footage. Look how he's, like, not afraid at all. And, like, think about it. If you were up there, it would be so fucked up, right? The wind, right. the chill, right? You would you would think you could stay on a flat rock and not roll your ass off of that thing? But now he's, like, calling out the squad of choppers. You see this mad power he has. Like, all of a sudden, he controls a military and so he's in the office. His office window gets smashed. And then two minutes later, he's in a helicopter? Yeah. Poof. Wow, maybe he's a genie. Maybe you're the genie. So what they're saying now is, my powers are dangerous. And the hands of a man like that, you know, it could ruin the world. Wow. Scramble the choppers. Now, Bud Spencer can fly one of those puppies. Yeah, it's remarkable they were able to get four for the movie. It really put some uh, cash in this. Yeah, there's budget in this. The Canon Films, man. Yeah. Well, they probably had the helicopters for Delta Force or whatever. No, Italian I don't Delta know. Force. Delta Force. I don't know about Globus, but for Golan, this movie was hype. Okay, so there he's. Oh, I'm gonna fall. Oh, no. It's some peril. You're too much for the movie ends. You're saved. Uh, the so movie's about goes, to end. I'm in peril finally. He goes, I know a spot. How would he know? In Miami, where it's the deepest water and people can't go down there. Throw the lamp in there. And that way nobody ever can have this power and misuse it. This film uh -huh. is so stupid. O obviously, they have not seen Aladdin 2. <laughs> The inevitable sequel. Yeah, copter. What do we why, do about those copters? Why do one D in Aladdin? Why? I, you know what? Maybe they just created the logo and realized they misspelled it later. So look, he turns them into balloons because he wishes that they would. He wants that they would slow down. So strange. Wow! How did they do that? That was good, right? Perfectly positioned. Yeah. It was perfectly positioned. I mean, there's, there's the deepest spot in the ocean. Throw the lamp in. He goes, well, what'll happen to you? He says, well, I'll be in the lamp and I'll just, you know, so I'll just stay there and sleep for all eternity. And he goes, but you should be human and stay here with me. And so he makes him, he wishes him with the lamp. That genie. Wait a minute, if he's, what's he? What happens to a boy on a flying rug when you throw a lamp in, and with a genie underwater? Does yeah. the magic stop? Exactly. That was my question, too. He's right now wishing that he becomes a man. So are they going to fall into the water and basically they might not drown. They might drift to shore, I guess, you know? Yeah. Drop it right here in the deepest part of the ocean. Yeah. This you idiot, you missed it. That's the shallowest. Yeah. It's do it obviously again? a shallow, look, there's yeah. wreckage on it. There would be no camera down there. Oh, finally, a musical number from the nightclub we've seen all about. Right, and it's just done for no reason. 
we will end our film now. They're playing that stupid Genie song. If you want to hear it. Oh, I love and, it. Yeah, of course they want to hear it. And then Genie's gonna come Genie, out playing the piano. Genie, A B C to one two three P Y T. Genie. Hey guys, hey you ladies know that I happen to be the club owner. I don't yeah, really. it's true. Really? Hey, we were just no hanging thing. out with you. I don't that drink woman, anymore. Just wrapping up my story arc. But you see that one woman had two glasses. She raised two glasses. Two mm. double fisting. They didn't pay the extras, I guess. Oh no, he's playing piano. He does everything. What's he doing? I thought he was in the water. No, you're underwater. He made him a man. He doesn't have any powers anymore. He's just a guy. Who plays the piano right and and it oh leaves a lot of open questions like what's he gonna do with his life but the movie ends luckily for us and we don't have to learn can you imagine clapping along while dry ice oh, is coming towards the wife is there a second time she was in the film again remember when they oh, right. rice on the grass oh good so said it twice wink back he, did he wink it's hard to tell he's right yeah Squinty ass eyes. What was that movie with the uh, yes, a Figaro? What was it like? Uh, it was a con anyway. Anyway, enough enough about this movie. We're done. We got the fantastic theme song. I'm the genie. We have the say where. Anyway, I have I'm sorry, Carl. What do you think of this movie? Well, 